0: What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast, episode fifty six. I am Nick Bito.
1: I'm Brandon Wixo.
0: And that's it. It's <laughs> uh it's the first one in a while that it's only been uh two of us here in the studio. Um we just talked about it. Wixo, you haven't been on since episode fifty two. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. So yeah, a couple couple weeks. We had a turkey episode in there, a couple four wheeling episodes in there. Um and I think the last time you were on was before Minnesota Fishing Opener.
1: Yeah, it would have been the week
0: before, I believe. I just want to call you out on that motorcycle. That a, a different motorcycle that you just pulled up to my place on. I thought you were gonna sell the old one, which you did. I did sell the old one, but I thought you were gonna buy a four wheeler, and instead you. Bought. I looked at them. Why didn't you buy one of those instead? Because there are motorcycles behind me. Hmm that's fair where'd you go wheels mm. yep they'll get you it's a good uh, good store though a yeah. little, little plug for wheels there you got good a good part selection and they got a pretty cool showroom if you've never been in there
1: yeah they had some pretty sweet they had a razor with a pretty ridiculous sound system that i was eyeballing until i saw the price tag and was it a pro r uh probably what was the price tag north of 40 grand. Yeah, that was a pro R. <laughs> yeah, it was wicked though. It was
0: awesome. Though. Oh yeah, they're sweet. It's more than, probably not more than your truck, but more than my truck. <laughs> it's way too close <laughs> for what it is. <sighs>
1: this
0: episode is brought to you by Grain Belt Premium and Twisted Tea. Nah, I'm just playing. We don't have a, that'd
1: be pretty cool though. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it would be kind of cool. I mean, you guys are a part of every episode.
1: Yeah, pretty much every episode. Yeah, Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Well now they are anyways, you know. Yeah. you want You were you on when we talked about that? Mhm. Yeah, right the, the week of. The, yeah. So the great
0: awakening. Uh what what about the uh, this whole you seen the trucks that are catching on fire? You seen that? It's like all over TikTok. No. People are saying that the government put stuff in the diesel fuel and I think it's just mainly because people don't know how to wire. I'm probably going to probably going to piss somebody off by saying that, but whatever. Like there's tons of pickups just starting on fire, and people are saying that it's because uh, diesel is forty cents cheaper than gas in some places right now, and they're saying it's because not here, no, not here, and it's because people are tampering with it, which I
1: mm, there's so many electronics on these trucks nowadays that it's amazing that more stuff's not broken. I actually have issues with mine right now. My the button on my handle to lock and unlock the doors won't unlock the doors. And then I have like the auto high beam, low beam, that senses other cars coming, and that wasn't. That working. is the
0: dumbest feature, <coughs> Nuh-uh. ever. Yes, my dad's no. Papa Josh's Jeep has that. It's a Jeep. Yeah, but he followed. Don't disrespect <laughs> his Jeep on the podcast. Luckily for you, he doesn't listen. So yet, do you want to apologize in case he hears that? Nope. Oh, mm. you you want to bring your camper up, don't you? You should probably like no,
1: nope i haven't
0: seen it so it's a new one. Hey, oh, that's the problem if it was an old one it'd probably work <laughs> no 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 it, it, there's nothing wrong with them but when you get we're talking about the auto headlights when you get like a certain distance behind somebody that sensor in there if you're right at that verge it'll sit there and flash you because <laughs> it'll like not see you and then it'll see you and it'll turn them off and then okay, it'll turn I, them back
1: on i have not had that problem
0: okay well maybe it was because we were following or he was following me so, I was, like, watching him. Maybe he was just flashing his lights at you. Maybe. Maybe. We're not talking smack on the Jeep. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head at Wixo, trying to get him to apologize. Um, But, yeah, so that's that's kind of catching, catching it up on current events. If this is where you get your current events. Uh, Please don't get your current events from here. Yeah, don't get your current events from here. We're not going to add that segment. We already got our other two. Uh, additional segments that we've added, which we'll get into those towards the end here. But, uh, well, this is going to be pretty much an area fishing report uh, just by Brandon. I, As of today, I haven't even bought my Minnesota fishing license oh yet. Oh, my
1: God. I know. We're like a month in. I know. I was catching fish on top water. We're that far into the season right now. <laughs> Well, I did
0: just I did just say that I was gonna ask you if I could borrow your boat. Oh, shoot, it's gonna sit in the garage for the next month anyways. Yeah, I know. If I if I didn't have to bring my razor back for you Oh, that's another current event we got. Wixo's wedding is coming up
1: here. Uh two two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Not this weekend. Not next weekend, but the following. So three weeks. Sure. I don't know. So that's coming up, so congratulations on that. Yeah, a lot of congratulations <laughs> to go around, huh? Finally popped a question. Yep,
0: yep, and, and as you guys heard on, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but Caitlin and I are now engaged, so.
1: It's just going to be party after party yeah, here pretty soon.
0: absolutely. But uh, anyway, getting getting into the fishing talk, like I said, this is mainly going to be, be your, uh, you haven't, this is going to be your episode pretty much. I mean, I haven't been out at all. Uh, this last weekend, Cubby did go out, and he caught a couple little rock bass out of the
1: kayak. Yeah. So what? We're through. What? Three weeks into season now. This will be the fourth weekend with Minnesota open.
0: By the time this airs, there will have been four weekends of season yeah, so, open. Yep. So when this airs,
1: this boy, this is confusing. Well, because I don't think I don't think you've been on. Yeah, Since so this will air used... next week, so it'll be last weekend, really. But yeah. this upcoming weekend for us will be the fourth weekend. I have been out um, every weekend so far. Uh, been in that Detroit Lakes, Otter Tail Lake area uh, every time. Uh, season started out pretty slow. Um, we, we went to a few lakes, a few bigger lakes that I was... Uh, not super familiar with, so it's a lot of just trying to find the fish and.
0: How did the you haven't been on since you have used your electronics like actually fishing? And you want to like talk about that a little bit? Anything you have um, noticed?
1: So I well my my hummingbirds worked flawlessly except for the depth is reading funny like on the screen.
0: Is it flashing back and forth? Yeah, the, yeah. Yep,
1: it'll be like, you know, we'll be. Just cruising along at two and a half miles an hour scanning and it'll be like nine feet, eighty feet, ten feet, fifteen feet, just bouncing all over the place and I don't know what what's going on with that. My but
0: that seven that Helix seven that you sold me for ice fishing does the same thing, but it it's not consistent. Like it'll do it for a little bit and then it'll work fine. And then it'll randomly I don't know what it is. <laughs> I what I usually do is just shut it off, turn it back on and it stops.
1: Yeah, I guess I haven't done that. I it doesn't really bother me too much because um, we've been fishing shallow quite a bit. So it's been on side imaging a lot. But if it's, you know, if we're deeper or I'm using down, I'll just flip the down imaging to see where the bottom is. And because that'll give me the numbers correctly. But um, a lot of time, a lot of the lakes that we've been fishing have been pretty weedy already. So I'm looking for top of weeds instead of the bottom anyway. So um, it hasn't been like a huge hindrance, but uh the bird the birds have been working well Uh, i've got the live scope all set up i've got the mounts for it and everything that's been working well but it is quite the learning curve to get it to read right and figure out what you're actually doing i just saw a poll on facebook regarding live
0: scope it uh it said um oh i just thought of this one other thing we can do is we can give an update on that national walleye tour i think the next uh the next tournament or the next weekend has happened already. Yep. So yeah, it can... would
1: have been, what, middle of May? Yeah, so we'll
0: look into that here in a little bit. But the post that I saw was, should they ban live scope in walleye fishing tournaments? I also saw that. And what do you think?
1: In tournaments, I could see it. Um, maybe not a professional tournament because you know, if you're going to call yourself, you know, if you're going to be in, a like, the big tournaments, you know, like, national walleye tour tournaments, you got to have, you got to use everything that you can. It is what it is. But in some of these local ones, I can see it. No, 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 no. You can't. That's not an option. Like, I can see it. it. No, 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 no. It's a yes or no. No, no. It's not, because some tournaments cost $200 to get in. Some cost $7,000 to get in.
0: Right, but I'm asking you, like, as a blanket, all, all tournaments together, I understand no. that.
1: No, all tournaments together, no, I don't think it should be banned.
0: I, I haven't, I, didn't, I never did think about it how you just said it to, like, those tournaments that are 200 bucks to get in versus the $7,000 one to get in. Yeah, I... That's a good point I to bring see, up.
1: I can see there being a line just because, you know, if... It's quite an. It, I don't. I don't even. I'm not gonna say I know how to use it, and it's still an advantage. Like you can find things that you're just not gonna be able to see the same with other electronics. If everybody, if if guys are gonna have these, it's not gonna be impossible for that kid in a John boat to win, but it's gonna be really difficult. Like, it's what if not, he has one
0: in his John boat? Well, then that's what he spent his money on. He kept. The, he could have upgraded his boat or bought a live scope, and he bought a live scope. That's good for him. But. Not
1: everybody that fishes those tournaments is going to be able to afford that. Well, I don't have one, and I don't yeah. see myself having one in the next couple of years. I don't I don't think they should ban it in general because I can promise you that it does not catch the fish for you, but it's kind of like the it's
0: it's very it's not the same but it's very similar to the trail cam conversation. The the cell
1: cam. Yeah. Should they ban cell cams? No, I'm a little, I'm I'm different on that because it's not a money thing. Like you're okay, not, but m- m- money aside, n- money is not an issue. I don't think they should ban it because of the electronic itself. I I would I could see, and I just, I don't think they should ban it at all. But I could see I see the argument for getting rid of it in tournaments because you're trying to win st- whatever it is, money, gear, you know, whatever, and some people can't afford that, and. You know, if if you're trying to get into the sport or enjoy it and you can't afford it, then, you are you know, it's kind of a it's going to be a pay to play thing. And I don't think fishing should be a pay to play thing. You
0: know, my thought on the trail cameras, it's really I view it the same as the live scope, like the the cell cameras. Yes, they're going to send you pictures of the deer and you're going to be able to see what time they're there. But it doesn't help you kill the deer, and that's the same argument you can make with that live scope. Yes, you can see where the fish are, like live, like you 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 know mm-hmm. they're they're 50 feet that way. Just because you can see them there, it's not gonna help you. It's not gonna make them bite. Just like the sail cam's not gonna you know make you kill them. Yeah, you know I. That's just just my stance on it. I mean I I I understand both arguments. Like you. <sighs> I mean, you you bring up good points.
1: With you know, tournaments have to go through either the state or Game and Fish for the state or whatever to get registered. They could allot a certain number of tournaments to ban it, so you have options. You know, have a couple in each county have to it not be allowed or something. I don't think I don't think that should be a I don't think you should ban it but I I see the argument in certain ways. I don't see it as in uh we should ban it because it's it makes the fish easy to catch and all that stuff because it you know, it's electronics like they said the well, same thing and, with and side scan when it came out but You
0: know, if if you were going to ban if you were really <clears throat> excuse me. If you were really gung-ho about banning this y- you're too late. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's 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 kind of like the same thing. Like, we're going to come take your guns.
1: Well. Yep.
0: You, mm, no. you
1: missed it. They're all in the bottom of a river. Yeah, horrible, actually.
0: horrible boating accident.
1: Yep. Um,
0: But, I mean, you know, because I've seen that. I've seen that there, there, some places are trying to pass, you know, laws that they're going to ban it. It's like, in my opinion, if you were going to do that, you would have had to do that. While they were in production, you would have yeah. had to shut that down before they even hit the shelves. Because once, once you know,
1: yeah, the, you can't let you can't let people buy them and then use them and use them for a very long time and, and invest just, how much in the yeah, accessories and Nope, can't use these anymore. Yeah, no,
0: it's just I don't know. But that's that's our debate. That was our 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 episode debate. We we could go back and forth on this for a while. But anyway, so you you've been out you've been fishing mm-hmm. so everything all the electronics no interference other uh, than the hummingbird changing depths
1: nope everything's been working together uh, I haven't had any issues didn't have any issues with the boat um, I did have to change out uh, a battery charger because the batteries which I think I have mentioned before but no issues with that you know everything's everything's running good. Motor ran perfect, which was awesome because that's always a fun little game you get to play at the beginning of the <laughs> year like God, please start. So uh,
0: with having your you know all the electronics that you run in your boat, what, what would your North Bros tip of the week be with having like what is one thing that you've mm-hmm. learned already just by having all those screens in there that would be helpful for somebody that's listening to this that's kind of got the same setup.
1: Um, the tip is to learn learn the electronics learn what you're looking for but you know I see a lot of things saying don't fish unless you find fish well a lot of times you don't see like I, I have a really hard time seeing the fish and find it I also fish a lot of rocks and weeds so I use it, and I'll find cover, but don't be afraid to move, you know. If you find a spot, find a good weed line or whatever, fish here for five five minutes, throw a few casts in a couple different directions. If you don't catch anything, move on. Come back to that spot. Just keep, keep moving around the lake because I used to fish. Like, I would pick a spot, and I'm, we're fishing here today, and I'd fish that for a couple hours and not catch anything, and then move once. You might as well just bounce around, and if you have six spots in that lake, go through all six of them, fish them for 10, 15 minutes, keep moving and just keep going through the spots. And eventually it might just be a timing thing where they're, they're probably, I have learned with all my, with the electronics this year, that there are a lot more fish in the lake than you think. It's just a timing thing. You know, sometimes they want to eat, sometimes they don't. So you're better off just continually moving around until you find the ones that, you know, want to eat. It's like hunting. You got to find the deer that's going to work. You can't go chase a deer that's sitting in the middle of a field that's flat with a mile of flat all the way around it, it's not going to work. Go find one that you can make a play on and then maybe come back. Maybe that will move to the edge of the field two hours later and you can find it again.
0: So the tip is move around. Yeah. Don't use, put all
1: your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Don't, don't get stuck on a spot because it looks like it should have fish or because it had fish last year at this time, you know. Use your electronics to find what you're looking for. Find the cover. Fish it for a bit. If there's no fish there, you don't catch a fish. Move on. Come back to it later.
0: So, what would your, uh, you know, like I said, you've you've been out a couple times. What uh, what have you been seeing as far as what's working? What depths you throwing plastics? You doing spinners? What are you using for bait?
1: Um, so we've been been fishing shallow, early early sp- or late spring, early summer, um, in that fifteen and less feet. We've done a little bit of walleye fishing, um, mo a lot of bass fishing. Um, we've caught a lot of sunnies, crappies, pike, you know, everything. We've we've used everything from minnows and worms to plastics to crankbaits. Honestly, it seems like everything's been working at some point. We fished topwater all of last weekend, and it, it worked out pretty well for us. Um, yeah i that that late spring early summer is kind of a cheat time though where you kind of can you you could basically use whatever you want and it's probably going to work it's a really fun time um we've been seeing water temps in the well we started fishing and they were just just over 50 uh, and this last weekend, they were 62, 63 in the main lake, 67, 68 in some of the shallow back bays. So we've had that that water warming trend throughout. Um, the fish, the has at least seem to be moving, down, moving out a little bit deeper now. They, they're not up in the rocks in the shallows anymore. Uh, the bass have been really shallow. The pike have been everywhere. Sunnies have been everywhere. Can't get away from them. Um, the crappies were up in the weeds the last few weekends. Um, you yeah, know, it's been pretty good Been able to pretty much catch whatever you want. Small were on rocks on their beds. The bass were on beds two weeks ago. Last week, they seemed to be a bit more active. Two weeks ago, you had to kind of work them a little bit, but they're really starting to fire off too. So you've really been
0: kind of doing everything. You're not yeah. strictly going for walleyes. You're, nope. you're just kind of bouncing nope. around all over.
1: Um, I've, I've had uh several different people in the boat and it was kind of a uh we want to uh, go fishing to catch fish so we were going to go catch whatever you know whatever we could find and catch a bunch of we were going to catch so one day we caught uh it was basically there was me and savannah went out and it was every cast was a sunnier crappie pretty good size so we we spent a couple hours there uh, the next the next weekend uh we had a uh brought a guy that had recently got into fishing and his kid came out and we put him on some bass the whole time. And it was, you know, another pretty good weekend up shallow fishing top water and shallow water. And so that was a pretty good time, but yeah, it's been whatever we can catch. We've been going for lately.
0: It's a good way to do it. I mean, you, you, you switch it up, you know, if you, you want to go for for walleyes, or you know, try that for a little bit, and if that ain't working, well, then we can switch for crappies. We can go for sunnies. We can go for bass. We can go.
1: Yeah, you, yep. you can catch any perch? Actually, the first fish I caught this summer was a jumbo perch. Really? Yep. Up shallow. Uh, I would say eight
0: feet ish of water. That's got to be a good. That's gonna be a sign. You're, yeah, you're gonna have a good. I thought
1: that was funny. Kind of thought that was funny. Um, But yeah, as much as I love to try to fish for walleyes, we've I've had. I've been uh, taking people out, and at that point, it's just catch fish. Doesn't matter what they are. Everybody, everybody's everybody wants to wants to target something until they start catching something, and then they're happy. 100 percent. So, what uh, as of right now in your boat
0: doesn't have to be you, but what is the biggest of all the
1: fit like perch, sunny, crappie, northern walleye, bass? Um, the biggest. Well, the biggest perch was like a ten inch, probably. Uh, crappie was a thirteen. The pike was Savannah's. I did not have the ruler in the boat, so I didn't measure it. But we, I have a picture of it, so we can throw that up. What do you? What do you? What do you guess? Shy of thirty, but close. Well, that's a decent pike. Yeah, it was. It was skinny, but it was a good, good fight. Right after we'd catch. We caught a ton of Sunny. She's like, ah, I want to catch one big one, and she pulls in the biggest <laughs> pike so far. Nice. Um, we actually have not caught a walleye yet. I tried for really tried for them one weekend and just couldn't couldn't figure them out on a big lake. Um, bass. We weighed a two point two pounder, which was mine, Tyler um
0: yeah Tyler you didn't catch it
1: yeah we we didn't have the scale the day before and he might have beat me but he, he it took, doesn't matter because we didn't have a scale
0: he took it out of the boat because he didn't
1: I actually had it in the boat the batteries were dead uh-huh so got a new battery went out the next day and um caught a 2.2 pounder that was pretty good uh rock bass, nothing crazy um and a couple smallies. I did not have a scale, but you know I wouldn't say they were anything crazy, but they're good size. Probably in that two pound range also.
0: And now you're gonna be uh you're gonna be kinda out of the water for a little while here.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a minute now. Um I don't think I'll make it out this weekend. We got family coming and wedding stuff. It's just we're gonna be busy for the next couple weeks, so this weekend will likely be a no-go. Um, next weekend I'll be booked out for sure. I got cooking for the wedding. The following weekend is the wedding, and then the weekend after that. The weekend after that's a maybe. Um, we're going on our honeymoon right away. I don't know exactly the day that we plan on being back though, because Savannah was talking about running a marathon, so it it'll depend on that. Um, but hopefully after that. Uh, I'll be able to. Well, after that, I'll be able to get out because I do believe, if my math is right. Uh, well, no, I take the back. There's one weekend, and then it's the the Fourth of July, which we'll be right into. It's
0: crazy that we're yeah. this this close to that already. It's like yep. summer just started, but really, it's like half over
1: already. Jeez, well, I hit June like nothing. Okay. <clears> we have we have the week. Both of us took the week of the Fourth off. We're kind of just planning on laying low at the lake, so we'll get a lot of fishing, and then it'll be a good time. Hit a few, hit several different lakes. We'll stay out at the cabin in the camper. Actually, maybe even take a trip. Um, we haven't decided, but um, yeah. So it'll be it'll be a, f- a a few weeks before we get back out. But then we're gonna when, once we get through all this, we're gonna hit it heavy, pretty heavy again.
0: Yeah, same here. I got uh I haven't even been fishing yet and I don't I don't even have the first time I'm going fishing planned yet. I don't I don't know when that's going to be. Like I said I was going to borrow your boat this coming weekend, but I got to bring the Razor back because you requested that for your wedding. So I'm going to
1: I don't want to walk.
0: So I'm going to give it a nice bath and get it all polished up for you. But um you know, this weekend I'll be up there up at the land. Um doing some four wheeling doing well probably probably not even very Let's much
1: get to that how's that, Ben? you've been up there a few times now
0: yeah yeah we uh we've been up there I mean, I think the first time we went up there was the beginning of may,
1: everything opened up good to the shop, everything pulled out, you know. Every, the whole startup situation, everything went good for everybody.
0: Well, I mean, every time we take stuff out of the shop, you know, everybody bickers at each it's other. That was a chore. Yep, and I get it.
1: We put doc, <laughs> every time we put docs in, and take docs out, everybody gets real cranky. We yeah, got to start popping some y- beers. Because
0: you have the best way to do it, but then somebody doesn't. This, you know, somebody doesn't agree. Yep. We actually came up with a. It was funny this last weekend, uh, well, two weekends ago. The, the last episode we did cover some four wheeling stuff. Um, I can kind of get into that a little bit. Trails are good, dusty, everything's open. There's nothing that's closed. Uh, they had an enduro race up there. I might've talked about that last week on the episode. I don't remember. Um, so we were trying to ride around, uh, last weekend and some of the trails were closed. But anyway, uh, should have just jumped in on the race. We, <laughs> we, uh, well, when when Papa Josh gets mad, you know how like a a, a male turkey, like a tom, <laughs> <laughs> they he you know it's like you take your gets the, all the, puffed the, out. The, the listeners aren't gonna aren't gonna hear this or just be able to see this, but yeah, they go like. Pfft. That's what he does when he gets mad. Like if he as soon as he gets mad, he goes, Pfft, you know, <laughs> puffs up. And this last weekend, we were in the shop, and me and him were going back and forth about something. And uh he looks at me, he's like, Don't you go getting puffy and I'm like, No, you don't get puffy <laughs> So we we've been we start to call him Tom. Nice. <laughs> but that's just a little little side story. I don't even know why I said that. But uh yeah, no, everything everything's looking good up there. Um finally getting to use that ice castle as a camper. How's that
1: been going? Summertime.
0: It's good. I it's nice. The, this this last weekend or Memorial Weekend was the first weekend that Caitlin and I actually got to use it. Um the only complaint that I have with it, and those of you that don't have campers, you're going to be like, why are we talking about this? But it's my my black water tank.
1: Because it's not a glacier, you mean?
0: Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's uh, there's no gauge on it, so you can't read that how is much is weird. in there. That's weird. The only way you can check how much is in there is by opening the valve or opening the chute on the toilet and looking down it with a flashlight, which is really
1: probably not the f- most fun thing to do. You know,
0: I. I'm gonna get, we'll <laughs> get a little detailed on this here, but <laughs> it hasn't actually smelt. Like you can open mm-hmm. that up and stand right over the top of it, and it doesn't smell.
1: Yeah, those chemicals do.
0: Yeah, it, the good. the the, I use some of the power, the power blue stuff. I think is what it is.
1: Is it the liquid or the?
0: Packet? Yeah. Yep, just the liquid, and you just drop a couple ounces, a couple, couple ounces down there. I think they said a couple ounces will treat forty gallons. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, or the weekend before Memorial Weekend, we had, uh, like, five people using it. I had to empty the tank three times.
1: Yeah, that's not fun.
0: No. So one thing I already know when I get my next one is I'm going to want a uh, grey water bypass so I can have my grey water go out and put it in a separate tank. Yep. And, and uh, but, yeah, no, other than that, everything up there is going good. Uh, cameraman Cubby, his brand new well new to him he bought it with about 900 miles on it uh we were we were out riding around and he was uh, we found a mud puddle and he was screwing around in the mud puddle and he ended up jumping the four-wheeler into the mud puddle and long story short he got the radiator all full of uh mud and you know usually every summer we have to call Papa Josh for... Because Papa Josh stays at camp. He doesn't come out. And, you know, the last... I don't know. I'd say the last two years we've been up there, probably two or three times a year, we got to call them for whether a flat tire or... Something. Something, something breaks. Something breaks, and we got to... Which, that's part of the game, you know. Well, you don't buy these
1: toys to not use them.
0: No. No. And, yeah, like, a couple times a summer, you know, we'll have something break, and, and then uh, we'll have to get it repaired or get it back to camp somehow and we call him well we had to we had to call him for the first time this summer on uh sunday to get cubby's four-wheeler back to camp he just kept overheating and uh yeah so other than that i'm actually gonna once i get the video of it i'll i'll put it up on a highlight reel on instagram so everybody can see it it's kind of cool he jumps into the water puddle yeah you, you just have to check it out but uh yeah, no, everything everything's going good up there so far.
1: Any plans on building this year? Anything? No, we're just in the works? we're just kind of chilling,
0: just chilling. Yep we we did haul in some more gravel and got another camper set. Um. So now we're just kind of waiting for people to start coming up. Right now we have one, two, three, four, five campers set up there. Nice. How many spots? How many spots? Yeah,
1: how many dedicated spots do you have?
0: uh four only one of them is in kind of a temporary spot right now but on the weekends uh because i know you have your glacier that you're going to bring up at some point mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then jacob has his um we've got room with power hookups for probably i don't know two or three more for sure nice and then everybody can have have power for the air conditioners and whatnot. But, but, yeah, so that's kind of an update on how that, that's all been going. Um, but, yeah, this this National Walleye Tour. We kind of talked about it this, this winter, that we wanted to follow this, and we did an episode back in March on the the tournament dates were the 21st and the 22nd, and I believe we did do a follow-up on that. Yep. And now the next one was May 17th and 18th on Lake Winnebago, In Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So we'll kind of, we'll just run through the top three of pro angler and co angler. Okay. So which one do you want? I got to give you a second to pull it up. (laughs) Uh,
1: Why don't you Why don't you start with the pros?
0: All right. So we'll go day
1: one on the
0: pro angler side. Um, Let's see here. So, I've got Pro 1, 2, and 3. And I will just give their names, their hometowns, and the weights that they had. Uh, First place on day one was Todd Zemke out of Red Wing, Minnesota. And he had 5 fish for 19 pounds and 5 ounces. And then, second place, we had Tom... uh, Huh? sorry <laughs> i'm have butchered that name
1: but uh i believe it's a win it, yeah it's it's a foreign name right yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it's win tom Win.
0: tom Win. all right sorry about that tom uh wolverton minnesota he had five fish and that's the max you can get is five he had five out of five for 17 pounds and then third place there was Max Wilson out of Campbellport, Wisconsin, and he also had five and he had 15 pounds 11 ounces.
1: Uh, pretty light lightweight tournament it seems like five fish for 15 pounds. Yeah, I don't remember what uh, what the other the other one was also light, but it's a, it's a numbers lake. Um, I I kind of thought this one would be yeah this a one little this higher. this
0: one was actually lower the uh, first place for the um, Spring Valley Illinois the first place for that was twelve pounds fifteen ounces for the pros so now you got the co anglers for yep day one and then I'll do pros for day two and then we'll follow it up with co's for day two
1: yep um so let me make sure. Make sure I got the right day here. Uh, on the co-angler side. First place was Tyler Krupa from Lake Preston, South Dakota. Five fish at 19 pounds five ounces. Second place was Robert. Oh boy, we're gonna butcher some names today. Row Roalinski. <laughs> From Larson, Wisconsin. I wonder. I wonder where Larson is. I wonder if that's a hometown lake kind of thing. Five pounds, seventeen ounces. And uh, Mason Jackson out of Bellevue, Iowa. Five fish for fifteen pounds, eleven ounces.
0: You say the weight again for uh, the second place.
1: Second place is seventeen pounds.
0: I suppose that we don't even have to say the weights. They well meet. day one
1: and day two is their weights are gonna be the same. Right. Because those guys fish together.
0: Well the, the pro and co are yeah. gonna be the same. Yep. But we can give a shout out to the co anglers. So that was day one and day two the we'll just go back we'll bounce back and forth on this here. Um, day two the Well, actually we can just go in order here. Uh, this is the, the total here. Uh, Todd Zemke, again, had on day two, he had 12 pounds, 5 ounces, with a total of 31 pounds and 10 ounces. And he won a 2023 Triton 206 Fish Hunter with a Mercury 225-horse motor, uh, 68250 bucks plus $15,000. Not a bad day. Absolutely not. So who was the co that?
1: Uh, who was co- Todd's co? Well, it wouldn't necessarily have been. That's It wouldn't have necessarily been partners. But uh, winner on the co angler side, Alexander Kenny, from McQuan, Wisconsin, with a uh, total weight of twenty eight pounds two ounces, taking home seven thousand five hundred dollars.
0: What was the weight on that? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, twenty eight pounds two ounces. All right, and then uh, Tom, what was his last name? Wynn.
1: Tom Wynn. And if I'm I'm also wrong, then, you know, it he's, is. It he's goes. not going to listen to this.
0: <laughs> well,
1: oh, jeez. I'm
0: playing the video of Cubby launching his four-wheeler that I'll put on Instagram <laughs> in a little bit. Uh, Tom Wynn of Wolverton, Minnesota got second place with 31 pounds and 3 ounces. So first and second place was separated by 7 ounces.
1: That's a... Uh, that's a tight race. And uh, he got 21,000. That's, yeah, that's a t- that's one fish away, you know. That's tough. Um, second place on the coast side is Robert, well, God dang it. Rowolinski. Wasn't that again. first place? Uh, no, I believe he was second place both days. Um Total weight of twenty seven pounds twelve ounces for four thousand one hundred and sixty dollars. I'm gonna jump ahead. I see uh, ninth place on the coast side is a Trinity Shafe out of Fargo, so that's cool.
0: That is really cool. That'd be cool to get them on the podcast, and
1: I don't, I have no idea who that is, but
0: I don't either. But that'd be cool to to get them on an episode and just kind of explain what that's like.
1: I always like to scroll through these and just see like where you know, they're from, where they're from, and. If there's anybody close to you or from your hometown. Or.
0: So the third place is Curtis Tripke out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. And he had a total of 26 pounds, 11 ounces for $13,715.
1: Fond du Lac must be close because there are quite a few people from there.
0: Let's just take a... Oh, give your third place and then we'll scroll through this. And
1: uh, Third place was... Tim Zerbel out of Oshkosh, Wisconsin, a local. Uh, he had a total weight of 24 pounds, 11 ounces. So, you know, about less than four pounds off, of the, uh, off the lead. Taking home 31.50. Not a an- bad weekend for him.
0: I see another Fargo guy on here, uh, Jake Coffee. Sorry if I butchered that name. If anybody knows any of these people that are in this tournament, uh, send us a... Uh, send us a message or something and see if we can that'd be that'd be really cool to get get one of those people on see a Bismarck yeah there's a Bismarck see a couple of South well a lot of South Dakota's
1: a lot of South Dakota Wisconsin and Iowa
0: but yeah so that's kind of the the wrap up on the uh, national walleye tour their next tournament is in Pickstown, South Dakota June 22nd and June 23rd so we will come back and update after that weekend and then after that they'll go to saint mary's river in salt ste marie michigan
1: Sioux saint marie
0: the Sault? Sioux. yep
1: base that's what they say on the, on the tv anyway well it's
0: spelled s a u l t
1: yeah, Close enough
0: i don't get i don't get sue out of that but that's probably what it is i'm, I'm an electrician so, <laughs> we've also ride.
1: never been to any of these places. So,
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then uh, the championship obviously is Devils Lake.
1: Yep. Wish we could be there for that one. I will some most of, likely not be in town.
0: Some of us can be. Your I'd boat be, might be there. You just might not cool. be there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta take one for the team, I guess.
0: So obviously, you you touched on it that you're gonna be kind of out of the fishing game here for a couple of weeks just because uh, you got a pretty good excuse you know the wedding
1: yeah might have to sneak out after work one day or something but we'll what, what
0: uh what about after that do you do you have anything
1: big planned as far as fishing this summer or you know what honestly with the wedding we have uh, we we did decide to take the week of the fourth off but aside from that which all we really have planned so far is to just pull the camper out to the lake and just hang out I, we haven't even thought about anything after the honeymoon
0: you better start thinking about Akeley because I, I do
1: we will be up we will be up there at some point I want to come up and bring hang the, out. we
0: can go fish leech if you don't have a four-wheeler by then or if you have a wheeler by then we can do both
1: yep I uh, I do want to get up there for sure this week or this summer
0: go do some tubing
1: yeah well we'll have a f-
0: we'll have f- what no matter what we do we'll have a good time yeah we'll do I a, will, we'll I do will a,
1: for sure be up there this summer I have what, we're what four years in, and I haven't made it out.
0: Yeah, this is year number four, I believe, which is crazy to think about. I can't mm-hmm. believe we've had
1: that place for that long. But um. I was just told this weekend that I have I graduated high school nine years ago. So that was interesting to hear.
0: Yeah, I graduated high school seven. We're two seven, years apart. Seven years ago. That went quick, huh? We're getting old. Yeah. Soon, this podcast is going to be like a. This is gonna be in history books. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like an ancient artifact.
1: <laughs> I feel old sometimes.
0: You know, that'll happen. Yep. Well, we're starting to get to the end of this one. So uh this is gonna be a little a shorter segment than normal, but we gotta do our round table questions. You wanna go first? You want me to go first? Go ahead. I already got one. go ahead. Go ahead. Is water wet? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. The amount of people that tell me no, and th- that's my answer as well as yes. How can you say no?
1: Water is wet, so it has to be. But but what, I don't think you can get something wet without being wet.
0: That's my point. Like if you take, say, a T-shirt for example, and you dip it in the water and you pull it out, you dip it in a lake, and it comes out wet.
1: How is water not wet? Because that's the argument that people. So even if you say it's not because you say what, like the water molecule itself can't be wet because that's what it is. It would be touching the one next to it. So that one would be wet because of it.
0: Say that Science. one more time.
1: Say that one more time. If water. Even if you said like if you say water's not wet, the water is touching it like. They're side by side, like the little particles in the water are all side by side, right? So they're make they're touching each other, which would make the other one wet. So water has to be wet. So water is wet. Yeah. Kate,
0: are you just saying yes just because you're no?
1: Just doesn't want to deal she with questions. Yeah, right she's now. like,
0: I'm not gonna get on a mic and talk. <laughs> all right, your turn. Oh man, I kind of forgot we were doing this. <laughs> uh, see, you know, it's funny because Sean said the same thing He said, like, I don't know how to come up with a question Like it can be a complete off-the-wall question It doesn't have to be related to hunting, fishing, four-wheeling Anything that we talk about all the time
1: Hmm. What's the trail that you want to go on in the U.S. with your Razor?
0: A trail or the trail? So, you know, you have to answer the same question I know which one I want to do. Okay, a trail or a trail system. I don't have a particular uh, trail. It could be a,
1: it could be a system or a specific spot, or you know whatever. Pretty open-ended question.
0: I want to go down to West Virginia to the Hatfield McCoy Trail System. That'd be pretty cool. What's yours? Uh, I want to do Moab. That's a good one too. That's mm-hmm. with it. With what? I don't know. So, if I did, if I if I got, to, if when, hopefully when I get to go down to West Virginia, I want to do it with my own personal razor. So, that's going to be a trip that's got to be planned out probably, mm-hmm. like, you know, two, three years in advance. Like, it's it's a, you're giving me a, Caitlin's giving me a look like, really? Why? We did the math. It's going to cost, like
1: several thousand dollars oh, yeah. trailering something just to is, get there trailering something makes it expensive right yeah um no I, I don't know what i would like I'm, you know obviously it'd be really cool to do it like a rock crawler jeep setup which i don't have but
0: oh now you're bringing jeeps back into the subject well you, you sure you don't are really cool you sure you don't have anything to say to papa josh
1: nope i don't
0: think so <laughs> um. well
1: not a trail, but I would also like to ride Route 66 at some point.
0: That's a uh, that'd be a good one for your little yep motorized bicycle to- outside. What is your toy?
1: Uh, it is a 2023 Indian Scout Rogue, which you have no idea what any of that means, but I know what Rogue is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I got the tenors. <laughs>
0: That's cool. Congra- congratulations on the new bike.
1: I feel like an adult now. Got rid of the crotch rocket for a cruiser, which is faster, so I don't get the difference. but
0: I might have said this at the beginning of the episode, but when you pulled up, I looked at He Caitlin. was not
1: happy. I was really expecting to see the curtains open and then close and just door lock.
0: I told her, I was like, I swear to God, if you bought another motorcycle, I'm going to be pissed because I want you to get a four-wheeler.
1: I still want a four wheeler, you know. I just couldn't get rid of the two wheels. Maybe yeah. I should have got a dirt bike. Well, actually, we took a we took a like what a hundred cc dirt bike and 100, a hundred a one twenty five out on a trail, and it was a ton of fun last weekend.
0: I, I don't remember what episode it was, but Cubby has a video of me from a couple years ago, and I said, you know what, Cubby, if you buy a four wheeler. So you can ride the trails with me, I'll buy a dirt bike so I can ride the trails with you. And he bought a four wheeler.
1: They are pretty fun. So but I do I do
0: I will be I will buy a dirt bike you know eventually.
1: What? Big fast dirt bikes are super cool also, but we were I rode a one twenty five that has four gears and I probably didn't go over twenty five, thirty miles an hour. Ton of fun.
0: They are fun. I just, I don't, I don't know how, to, I'll admit it. I don't know how to ride them. It's pretty easy. I feel like once you, if you know, once you have one and you kind of got to teach yourself how to do it, like it's, you'll yeah, pick it it's up. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. I've had the
1: same thing and then I got a bike and it's, you know, you spend four hours on it and you're like, oh, this is, you know, why didn't I get one of these sooner? Well, that too. But like <laughs> just how to, how to do it is very easy. How to ride and turn and shift and all that fun stuff. It's, it's not hard. The hard part is the other people on the road, that's kind of scary. I don't think you've been on any
0: of the hunting episodes that we have done so far this spring, have you? Uh,
1: not not for any of the spring hunts themselves, just f- some stuff we talked about uh, early, well, it was probably late winter, not spring. But
0: All right, so now that, uh, well, actually, the deadline for rifle tags will have passed. No, I believe it is actually the day that when you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to it on the day it drops, North Dakota rifle tag applications are closed tonight. So if this is your reminder, oh. get your tags in. I think it's I think I think it's the seventh, sixth or seventh. I could be wrong, but so it's either yesterday or today, <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> you either got really
1: lucky or really unlucky,
0: but. We've talked about this before, and I've, I've said it before, but the tags that I'm expecting to, well, maybe, hopefully, going to have this year, already had my spring turkey. It's going on my wall of shame with all my other tags that aren't ah. filled. Um, and then I'll have my North Dakota bow tag and my hopefully my North Dakota rifle tag. But I've gotten a tag the last six years.
1: Is this for the same unit that you say I'm never applying in this unit again? For? No, I'm, a,
0: I'm actually sticking to my guns. I'm not applying there Just again. going somewhere else? 2A. I'll put it on blast.
1: I don't mm-hmm. care. I will not get a rifle tag this year, or next year, or the following year, or most likely the following year. You suck. So, yeah. <laughs> but I will have my bow tag, and we are uh, st- still tentatively going uh, to Colorado. I don't know what... Th- he's shaking his hand at me, and it's I'm not sure what he's talking because I'm coming out west with you this year
0: for the first time.
1: Good. I've never went well, out there. I still have a bow tag. That has nothing to do with it, but...
0: Oh, you're hoping for a bow tag...
1: I'll get my North Dakota bow tag and go out west. I get it every year.
0: But you're talking, you're shooting for Colorado as well.
1: Yeah, well, we're we're planning on Colorado elk trip in September again. You know, so gotta Don't sure. don't drop your unit. But is that an over the counter or is yes, that a- There are several over the counter units, and uh, I I could be wrong, but I do believe that um, the over the counter tag is good in every over the counter unit. i I know we hunted a few different units so
0: we're already past our uh our random question segment but if i were to ask you if you could pick anywhere to go bow hunting for mule deer where are you going hmm
1: anywhere to go bow hunting for mule deer any unit any prime unit anywhere in the u.s Actually, it doesn't even have to be U.S.
0: Literally, I'm gonna buy you a tag
1: Hmm, wherever you. Okay, this is this
0: is uh, this is a hypothetical situation. I am not actually
1: (laughs) buying you a tag. I would have to say, ah, man, Western Montana and uh, the mountains in Colorado have some really good units. Also, though, it'd be kind of cool to do like a like a Nevada desert. No,
0: no, 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 no. That wasn't the question. You can't name off the list. you got to pick one, and you have 30 seconds to pick it.
1: And I, it's between two. I'd have to pick either Montana or Colorado. I'm going to the mountains. I'm surprised Utah wasn't in there. God damn it. Utah would be in <laughs> there. <one. laughs> I don't know what I would say. For mule deer, though, I'm taking Colorado or Montana. I think those are going to be your best two states. Now, elk might be different, but I, elk it's going to be new. It's going to be either New Mexico or Arizona because they're monsters. I
0: have heard some pretty kick-ass stories on Colorado backcountry mule deer hunting. Yeah, yep. if I,
1: you can get the tag for the unit, man, there are some big deer out there. Yeah,
0: it's the the stories that I've heard. The ones that stand out in particular to me. I don't. Maybe this is I'm not supposed to do this, but Clint Casper. He's with the working class bow hunter team. That guy, dude, he is like, if I could pick any bow hunter in the world to to be like, it would be him. Like mm-hmm. that guy has some there's awesome stories. Definitely check them out if you've never heard of them before and you're you're into hunting stories and stuff. You, again, it's working class bow hunter is what it's called. Those guys are they that that's an they're actually the ones that made. North Bros want to start a podcast. Like they're just, those guys are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I don't know—is that frowned upon if I'm like promoting for them and they have no idea who the hell I am? Mm. As long as you're not talking shit. But even then,
1: even then, yeah,
0: whatever. Oh, I ain't talking shit. Those guys are awesome. If I, I just want to, I want to shake Kurt Geyer's hand someday. Any
1: publicity is good publicity, right? Unless you're Antonio Brown.
0: I see what you did there. <laughs> I just want to—I want to shake Kurt Geyer's hand and Clint Casper's hand, and then Eric, and Doug, and Rod. You know the whole crew. They're just a—they're a badass group of deer killing individuals. So definitely go give them a a follow and a check them out. There, you won't regret it. But yeah, as far as for me, I don't, I don't have like I said, I don't even have my first day of Minnesota fishing planned. I what a shame. I know, dude. It's that. Well, I, I, I busted my ten-year streak of fishing on Minnesota opener this year.
1: It was decent weather, I guess. Um, we did get rained on, so that was fun. That's so what um, a rain suit's for. You got to be prepared. What, Saturday was opener. Sunday Sunday was nice. Saturday was. Not bad. Uh, very light, or we, you know, we got rained on a little bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't leave the lake rain. It was just kind of like, well, I guess everything's a little wet now.
0: How many times did we go fishing together
1: last summer? Uh, let me count on my hands. Zero.
0: How many times are we gonna go fishing this summer? Well, hopefully a few, but we'll have to see. Why don't we shoot for three?
1: Summer's gonna be half. Yeah, we could do three. Summer's gonna be half over by the time I actually get back out on the lake, but we'll figure it out.
0: We gotta get our our Western hunt, we should just pick a weekend and we can just set it aside. Yeah,
1: We have a big group that we do need to uh, get that figured out. Who's all in that group? Uh, A lot of people, a lot of people you may not even know, but you know, we went out with last year with six guys and two campers and it was a ton of fun. Well, I can
0: add another camper to the mix this year.
1: So um, as far as I know, everybody is down for uh, another year of it. So.
0: Well, I think we can add a couple more because I think Jake, my one uncle, who we're gonna have him on the podcast here pretty soon. We're gonna.
1: I think hit, Jake and I need to get together too if he's got a rifle tag.
0: Yes, correct. Right? Yes, I will. I'm actually gonna see him this weekend. I'll talk to him. We may need to figure something out. But uh, yeah, because I told you, you'll just go with him. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll have Jake on, and he he wants to come with, and then Jared is another one that likes to go out there. I mean it's, we could probably get a
1: group of 15 guys we can but bring I'll, as many as we want. <laughs> Honestly, it's, you know, you can we spread out and yeah, we we can I have a lot of a lot of spots. There's a lot of land out there, but uh, 100%. It's it's a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun you go out and you can, you know, even if you hunt all day and you just like there was one day we hung out for a couple hours that night, but it's still just, you know, having people to go with makes makes a difference being able to just hang out at the end too.
0: That was a topic that got brought up on the last episode. I don't know, maybe it was two episodes ago. Do you prefer the solo aspect, or do you? No, nope, nope. If I can go with somebody, I'll go with somebody. What happened? Why? Hmm? What happened? Why do you feel it's always more fun
1: to go with somebody? That was
0: just an immediate no.
1: (laughs) I've done it. I I have zero problem. I've gone out there by myself a, a few different times. I I will do it in the future. I'm sure. But anytime you can go out with somebody, it's you know it's more fun, especially when you have the slow days or uh, the night, and you're cooking food. Just having somebody to hang out with is is always better than being by yourself. Hunt the the actual hunting part of it. Um, I don't mind being by myself because there's no what do you think we should do or uh, you know this guy thought one thing, the other guy thought the other. You kind of you know, you both did what you were planning on doing and screw, one screwed up the other. You know, never intentional, but it is what it is kind of things. Um, that I don't mind by doing by myself, but if I'm going on a trip for a weekend and I can bring somebody with me, I'm bringing somebody with me every time. That makes
0: sense. I mean, and and you're kind of, I never really thought about it before, but when you said like, dude, I'll go out there, whether I have a tag or not, if you want to go, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gone like to Montana
1: that- without a tag. Um I guess I've never gone out west without a tag because I I get a tag every year. But um, bring I've brought new people. Uh, same with fishing. If I can go, if I can take somebody fishing, they can use all my stuff, and I'll take them. I don't care. Well,
0: that's kind of what it's about. I mean, in part part of being in the outdoor uh, group or industry, I guess, or eh, more more group. Yeah, being in the outdoor group and just being an outdoorsman. I mean, part of it. You want to bring more people in, you know, you know somebody that's like you just said, somebody that's never been fishing. Come along with me, you know. Yep. I've, you can. Come I have in.
1: more than enough stuff. Trust me. Yeah,
0: you can come in the boat. You can, you can use my fish house. You can come with. You can, you know, some guys I would even let them take my stuff. Yeah. Depends who you are. Probably not a new guy, but you know. Right. Yeah, I'd be like. Yeah, cool. I'm uh, going fishing for the first time this weekend. I got a Lund Impact with yep. a gu- with a live scope and a bunch. Of, I don't know what any of it does, but I I'm don't going know fishing. How to
1: drive a boat, but
0: <laughs> that's definitely a. I mean that that that's one cool thing that I think about. You know, being an outdoorsman is you can bring. You know exactly what we just talked about. If you you want to bring somebody that's never been hunting, never been fishing whether they have a, a tag or whether they're just coming along and want to experience it. I mean, it, it, it is what, what you make of it really. I mean, we're not trying to give like a, a pep talk here, but I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to is, I mean, you can make it as fun or you can make it as miserable as you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. There's definitely some trips where you got to pick your person a little more carefully. Um, but you know, like, Maybe not. Maybe a uh, a backpack Colorado elk hunting trip is not the trip to bring (laughs) some not a beginner, not not a beginner's trip. But you know, if we if I pull my fish house out west and we have all the amenities of a house,
0: and uh, that's just Maverick saying. I sorry if you heard that.
1: (laughs) You know, we can I can bring we can bring out all the amenities of the fish house down to living out of a backpack. Um, Some people Dude, want to do certain things Some people don't The fish house kind of like It's not even ice fishing anymore
0: Nah like, It's it,
1: camping with the uh, option to catch
0: a fish I feel like you're the same as me you, Me and you are about the same Jacob on the other hand he, he bought that brand new X300 I know we're not even in ice fishing season But he bought that brand new X300 Two years ago And he's used it twice see i get antsy same i can't 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 sit in the same spot that's why we need to fish together so i can fill your toy hauler up with my shit
1: yeah yeah somebody's got to (laughs) because i don't have a four wheeler yet (laughs) i don't think the motorcycle is going to do very good on the ice pulling a sled around dude we could stud the tires okay that'd be pretty sweet (laughs) Maybe i will get some off-road tires for it rip it around (laughs) devil's lake me just running down the ice roads on a motorcycle I don't know about you, but I'm already excited for the Devil's Lake ice trip next year. I'm I'm excited for it, but it can wait. Not yet. Yeah. No. Nah, I feel that. The 95 degrees could tone it down just a touch, but...
0: No, you know, all the people that hate winter and love summer, I hope they they can have all of it. I, I mean, hope I, it, don't,
1: I, I would take summer also, but 95 is hot.
0: <laughs> See, I like winter just because of ice fishing. I actually yeah. still, as of right now, you have, have a not boat yet.
1: Huh? You don't have a boat yet. No, but we're getting there. Yeah, see, that'll change. <laughs> we're getting there. Ice fishing's really cool until you get a boat. <laughs> I had one. Yeah, we had many trips in that that blue the wand. aluminum boat.
0: And the aluminum yeah, I shouldn't I should have kept one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. Stupid.
1: Stupid, stupid, stupid. Well, you got anything to close out with? uh no um hopefully some guys hopefully if you haven't got out fishing you can get out hopefully if you have gotten out you can keep going uh, it's been it's been pretty good i just got a text today saying that the bass are hitting top water pretty hard yeah thanks for that tyler you put them in a bad mood right before we started this podcast yeah good thing i can't probably won't be able to go fishing this weekend so that's cool <laughs> um yeah if you haven't been out get out if you've been out keep going it's been good so far Enjoy summer because it'll be gone <coughs> quick.
0: Yeah, but once summer's done, that means it's hunting season. And then following hunting season is ice fishing season.
1: It's kind of always season for something. The fun never ends. <laughs> well, winter kind of sucks, but.
0: <laughs> once you get a snowmobile or a four wheeler, you'll think differently.
1: Yeah. Probably. Don't deny mm. it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I have. I have. Um, I have a lot of stuff. Um, I'm happy that I have the stuff, and I anybody that wants to go and use it, I'm more than happy to take people. God, it's a lot of maintenance. I hate maintenance.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah what what are they? What's the saying? You got to pay to play.
1: Yep. Um, we pulled the fish house out to camp in it the first time, and washing it, and the the rust touch up spots on the pins and bolts. The water system. Oh, my God. Charging batteries. If I never had to charge a battery again for the rest of my life, I'd be so happy with that. You just need to hire a butler. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Talk to Flash. I bet he'd be interested. Just
0: come over and
1: make sure everything's charged up and washed. And, and then you can sleep in it on the weekends for free. <laughs> I don't care. Well, not the weekends. You can have it during the week. <laughs> There's a catch. <laughs> yeah, I need it on the weekends. But Monday through Thursday is wide open. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, that's pretty much the same for me. If you've been out fishing, keep getting after it. If you haven't, I hope hope you get out soon. Um, once again, uh, leave us a like, a follow, a share. Every little thing helps. Uh, rating rating on Spotify, wherever you're listening. If you want to go, give us a review. One star, five stars, like Wixo said earlier. Any publicity is good publicity. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got for now. Uh, keep an eye out on the Facebook, Instagram. We should have some YouTube. (laughs) That's like a repeat thing. Yeah, we
1: should have some YouTube videos (laughs) coming. See, you know, I'm sure everybody's the same boat. But we had lots of plans, and then summer came, and and poof, everybody's everywhere. Really busy, really fast. Everybody goes somewhere. You try to just trying to plan stuff with each other is almost impossible because everybody's gone.
0: We'll figure it out, though. We do. We will bring you guys some uh, some of the uh, videos on the fish houses that we have and we'll get we'll get one or two more four wheeling videos up this summer but uh we're definitely going to keep these podcasts coming at you every week and uh as always the instagram link has our merch on it we're in the process of getting that over to a better system and uh yeah race season's underway four wheeling season's going camping season that you know it's just a great time it's always a great time so uh until next time we'll get back to you